Hi and welcome to the DEI India podcast where we dissect the Indian workspace from a diversity and inclusion lens and talk about building an equitable workplace. This is your host Yashi and I lead the diversity hiring practice at Lakshman Resources the knowledge partner for this podcast. Today we have Ankita Mehra on the show. Ankita is a LinkedIn top voice on diversity and inclusion. She is a TEDx speaker, a very strong advocate and a powerful voice in the space. I'm very excited to have you Ankita. How are you doing today? Thank you so much Yashi. I'm very very excited for this. I'm doing perfect. How are you? I'm great actually. How are you? <laughs> I'm very good too and I'm very very excited for this because we've been following your content for a while and uh, I'm uh, I'm really uh, you know glad that we're having this conversation. So let's dive in and the first question that I have for you would be you know understanding from you what do you think are the best tools to promote diversity and inclusion at a workplace? So the first tool is employees. Uh, right. I always believe that until unless every employee doesn't advocate themselves as a leader of or uh, promoting some sort of activity that they're doing or being a part of these rallies, right? So now talk about if 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 you're an advocate of people with disabilities or if you have an advocate of women returning or if you're an advocate for Pride Month, please show support vocally. Like mm-hmm. why don't you create content or share some content which has happy stories or some sort of incidents which are happening from these diverse communities out there. So the best tool any organization can have is their employees. Um, their employees should be vocal. Their employees should be out there and tell them, "Hey, I'm a safe space." The second tool of any organization to promote uh, diversity and inclusion internally, I will not say like regular things, but sensitivity is must. Um, what happens is people really want to step into hiring directly, but hiring directly will not make sense until unless you create that safe environment for everyone to step in. Um, Absolutely. Because I've seen so many programs failing. because there was a lack of awareness or knowledge about that topic there are a lot of women returning programs which are planned right but what happens is the hiring manager having the similar kind of expectation that i will be getting a talent which knows everything which has happened last week only in the technology it's not possible because they were on a break and they might not be having as equal experience as the other one who has who has been working from a really long time right so uh, making them realize about what is a reality and not going very fancy on jds also right because if you are hiring you have to also understand the equity perspective too so i think mm-hmm. equity sensitivity is also part of it where people should know the real stories of people uh, what how what are the industry trends how they can ensure that they are creating that team which is ready to hire people from underrepresented community because uh, i always believe the success of uh, hiring is not just hiring diverse talent right uh, the success of diversity is not at all hiring a lot of people it's about retaining them right absolutely if you have that focus you will easily be able to hire the third tool that i talk about is basically employee branding any company they do thousands of works right mm-hmm. they want to uh, they want to promote pride they want to promote internal policies they have great policies also but until this person who is from the underrepresented community is not aware about their policies then how come this person will be able to apply to you i think brand should be out there proud about what they have done what they have planned and whatever policies that they have bought in right um, and letting people know from these diverse communities that you have this sometimes people think that it's a, it's a privilege to have this no there are companies who already have it maybe they are unable to share it with you or maybe they have not gone to that extent that they are sharing it out there so companies have to stand vocally about uh, the initiative that they are taking not just on pride month not, not just on june okay like right. uh, yes. should not be celebrated in june it's uh, the whole year activity and there are mm-hmm. so many brands 
were promoting it all the day along all the year long and the same day world disability day is not just celebrated in one day it's an advocacy you have to do you have to make it accessible so the tools that you are asking about is basically employees awareness employer branding and also retaining absolutely so yeah retention intention is there and uh, i always say one more thing right it's not just a responsibility of diversity leader or ta leader or hr leader mm-hmm. to maintain that diversity and inclusion led culture in the organization it's a part of each and every one who's in the organization who have mm-hmm. to make it happen even from an intern from a from a front desk staff from cafeteria staff to washroom staff it has to happen it should be happening so uh, ensuring that no one is feeling unsafe and they are also getting welcomed at office is something is the greatest tool which anyone can ask for and that's pretty interesting you say that because uh, you know what what uh, i understand is that uh the movement has to begin from ground up right like diversity leaders putting down certain strategies will not work unless people really care and yeah. are able to put out uh, you know uh, resources as well as spaces that are there uh, in in terms of uh, you know for leaders particularly what are the things do you think uh, a leader has to kind of you know uh, strategize so to be able to enable uh, the employees in the organization to uh, you know represent themselves be in the safe space Oh, definitely, I have heard so many things with from my own PA friends that they are struggling big time because they don't have budgets, mm-hmm. right? And they don't want to take advantage advantage of someone's story. Uh, they can get free gigs. They can call people for free to talk into their organization, but that's not fair as well, right? Having speakers from the community pay them because what happens is basically if you don't pay them, you're not respecting the struggle that they have gone so far, and you're also if they're getting them, you're getting them for free. then you're also disrespecting them who do it as a profession right so leaders why leaders have to be on board because they are the ones who can facilitate some budgets for you and not just just with the intention okay because the world is doing that let me also do it no the leader should be inclined why first have a very great white board why i'm doing this why it has to be done what should be my expectation from dni if their expectation from dni is okay first year itself let's hire the whole community together let's hire everyone and second year you will see they are leaving yeah. no you have to have clear and expected goals the leader should be connected to all diverse groups and leader should be talking to other leaders who have practiced diversity and inclusion and set the right expectation from the world right uh, you can always see budget is needed to make things happen accessibility comes with a cost right you have to make some infrastructure changes if you want to hire women returnee you have to spend some time or resources on training them as well you can't expect day one results or even though they are giving day one results maybe that you are having next level expectation that they will not be able to fulfill you know there are a lot of women who come back they go they go through imposter syndrome like mostly they don't feel yes. that uh, they deserve this hmm. but they totally do that's why they are there but the thing that the company is doing so much for me and then they keep they keep it heavy on them that they put so much pressure on them that impacts their mental health so what leader should do is basically understand small small struggles even if they want they can hire consultants to give them sensitivity and larger level picture which can come with data there are so many consultants out there which can bring the data of your industry what your competitors are doing what what has happened so far what technologies are you going to introduce internally and leader should also not think about employees it goes beyond that it can be customer it can be your vendor it can be your client 
right? Uh, diversity is not just having diversity in just teams. Diversity, like to hire two people with disability, one LGBT and a few like 20% of women. I, that's not diversity. If you're not having diverse vendors, if you're not giving getting businesses from diverse uh, vendors, diverse clients, then it means that you're lacking somewhere. Ensuring that it's not just hiring uh, what you have in your mind, it's also solution, customer experience. It should all have inclusivity. And I think uh, what leaders can get so far is, yes, they can have 10 years goals from now. Like maybe in first year, I have to invest. Second year, I have to invest. But by the end of fifth year, they will see the result because they are having customers. They are having more productivity and more innovations which are happening through this. So that's where we can have leaders to work on DNI. But we have very less leaders who believe in DNI. It should not be a game of fear of missing out. It should be a game of educating others, learning from each other, learning from DI leader. Maybe they are in a very junior position for me. But if you're learning from them, that's what is needed. And you have to unlearn also so many things. So at the best part, so I would always say every leader should have a quality of unlearning things. And if you think that what they that they know so far is right, I think that's that's the biggest failure of DEI initiative because that unconscious bias is fed, uh, that that fear of missing out is fed. They're doing it, but intention is missing. So the biggest th- feeling that any leader should have to start this with would be telling themselves, yes, we have to do it because I mean for mean it. Yes. And also knowing the real realistic picture on unlearning things. Absolutely. And to start from unlearning, taking a step back and, you know, then, for example, getting on the ground. Um, also, we were, uh, you know, there you, you mentioned about how um, it is important for leaders to understand and kind of intervene uh, through strategies, etc. And, uh, you know, the workplace are supposed to be supportive like that. But a lot of times um, what, what happens is that uh, people end up hiring for a percentage of diversity, right? And that is where the targets are met. Or, for example, what happens is... Uh, there are certain positions that are filled, but then that kind of hikes up your um, diversity uh, ratio altogether. But senior positions are still pretty much male-dominated or dominated uh, where diversity does not really reflect. Um, what do you have to say about that? See, there's a big gap, we all know. Hmm. And uh, the, the big gap is caused because of the bad things that we have done in the past. Now I'll tell you why this big gap came when people from LGBT community did not even get the access to enter the corporate. If they would have entered corporate 15 years ago, they would have had 15 years experience now and they would have been a leader. People with Disability Act came in 2016, right, to People with Disability Act, which was rectified and shared. That took all these years to be established. Just imagine that person with disability, if they were interviewed 20 years ago or 15 years ago, they would have been 15 years of experience. The women who had to leave the to maternity, there were so many companies which were not having maternity leave years ago. The women who left for six months, they couldn't get the chance to come back. And now, this person who was unable to come back, but, but, but if they did, they would have had 15 years of experience. Or 10 years of experience. Whatever we have done so far in the past, this is what is reflecting now. If we would have taken care of these things 15 years ago, this wouldn't have happened. So now what is the thought? We can't send a five-year uh, year of experience to a diverse experienced person to a leadership role directly. They have to go through the whole channel. The best way we can do is not to repeat the mistake that we have done in the past. 
we did a mistake of not hiring them or not giving them an opportunity 15 years ago but now it's time to rectify so the next 15 years we don't have to face the same thing that we are facing right and that's where all these companies should come up with women returning programs lgbtq upskilling programs people with disability accessibility programs and also upskilling programs because what happens is these uh, they don't have equal equity like us we have to invest and put in some money for them to retain in the organization once they start their journey they're definitely gonna cross 15 years and 20 years and 25 years and then they can be on top so my thought is we have done the, harm, the harmful things in the past, just like a reality check of environment right now, right? We have done worst. Now it's time to, you know, actually do the better things so our kids live in the better and green world if you're not doing it. So the same thing, whatever have done in the past, we don't have to repeat it. We have to make sure that now what our previous generation did, we don't have to do the same. And as well as now, if you see that there, there is still unconscious biases in so many levels, like uh, if, a, if a woman uh, is, is a mother of two child, right, in some organization, they have, they think that they, will this person will be able to multitask, will this person be able to take that role, at least give that role to that person, then judge, right? So that unconscious bias comes. But as I see for women at this moment, things are changing a lot. Like in Xperi, we have so many women in leadership. And at Xperi, we are also practicing inclusion and we practice work-life balance as well. And not just for women, for men as well. So I believe that things are happening and in 15 years, we see that we don't have to even talk about women in leadership because we'll always be there. Because in 10 years, I will be uh, having 15 years of 16 years of experience. So I think we are doing great there, but still there's a big gap for people with disability in LGBTQ because we are late. I believe we are very late even to execute that. And it's time to because speed up. 20, like 2018, like we had to, we got decriminalized. Yes. And now see uh, what what all we have to face, still still we are facing. And what are certain policies that you think uh, are absolutely essential for companies to follow up on uh, correcting their path towards inclusion? So uh, I will take one by one step. So number one step will be for women. For women, what we can do is not for women. Let's do for all. We need crutch facilities in the in the office space or we need crutch facilities, which is at least a reimbursement where both parents can be at peace and they can focus on their work. Apart from that, we need to have specialized women returning program and that too, not by taking advantage of someone's talent. Please have them as an intern when you have intention to hire too. Right. We also have to practice work-life balance because it's not just for any any diverse group, but it is for your mental health. If that is happening, if that work-life balance is happening, the retention rate grows. Right. And in Xperi, we have seen greatest retention because of all these practices that we have been, been doing so far. For people with disability, we need a mandate of accessibility. Go around, hire accessibility vendors who can come in your office and uh, access the organization, not just for wheelchair or limplet disabilities. It should be beyond that. It should be for visual impairment, hearing impairment, speaking impairment. We also need an interpreter training, right? Why people with visual, uh, sorry, uh, speech impairment have to have interpreter from their end. And that is the unconscious treatment that all the hiring managers do. How we will be able to communicate with you? Why don't we do like yearly or monthly one session on learning sign languages? I think sign language should be taught in school only. It's, it's not just the responsibility of corporate. But if we have missed... I think interpreter uh, interpreter cost should be borne by the company for uh, for people to learn sign languages. Even though they are not hiring, but they should be ready to hire. 
we also need uh, special sensitivity programs we need policies which are great for people with disabilities like with more reimbursements or more cashless treatment for uh, for any sort of insurance that they're going through and also for lgbtq community we need policies which are same sex partner benefits and i will tell you yashi recently i experienced this in our organization at xperi we have same sex partner benefits and for the first time ever i felt like i have included somewhere for all these years as being a di leader uh, i was myself feeling that i need this policy but when once i got this i felt the happiest one in the world we need same sex partner benefits we need uh, also we also need uh, the uh, the benefits for end to end transition for a trans person right so if you are just going to say that okay let's just do one operation that's done we covered a transition but that is not transition benefit that is just 5% of it very you important yes you have to take yes. you have to take care of the mental health you have to take care of the physical health there are so many surgeries that a trans person have to go through are you uh, doing end to end of that if not then if you're just doing 5% i don't think uh, that is that is actually doing the justice to trans persons so you have to fight with your insurance vendors to ensure that we are getting those policies on board as well apart from that we should also have anti discrimination policy against anything gender sexuality or anything for anyone if we are facing discrimination by people we should stop them all the ones who are being in the organization especially anti discrimination policies basis of anything like even if you have colored hair if someone make fun of that colored hair talk about this and there should be something done for this if you if you have a tattoo it doesn't mean that you are a less of a professional person whatever clothes that you wear whatever clothes that you feel like maybe people think that you are having masculine energy feminine energy you should not care that's what this person is so not having dress code is also a very important thing like why should i like i have seen so many in so many industries especially hospitality where people tell that women should wear sari men should wear pattern suit like why yes it's very interesting yes please go on i don't want to wear hmm. so not imposing dress dress forms in on in on in front of the face of people we don't want it so these are very small small things and then also gender neutral washrooms the main very important thing accessible washrooms and accessible area so now there is very small observation even though we have seen our water tankers kept to a certain height but a person on wheelchair can this person reach out to that water tanker how are you thinking small small things to ensure that everyone feel like they are included each and every place just yes. imagine if there is a very fancy room that you see in your office and you are not you, you are not allowed to go there because it's not accessible how you feel the same way for any person with disability we have to ensure 100% office is accessible and they are not dependent on anyone so how all these things come together and we are contributing to this but one more thing i want to mention here not just policy csr utilize the csr for doing activity giving back to the community and i learned one thing in few sessions previously that it is a very thin line between csr and actually hiring people doing dni is not a csr or not a social work you are doing dni because they add value to your business and we are a talent to get hired so i have a very thin line between csr and what you are supposed to do so people get confused that okay i have to do dni let me put some money in csr for to to fund some ngo i my work is done no the angle completely changes right yeah. instead of <laughs> seeing it as a valuable thing it becomes yeah. more of a to do list a checklist yeah. to do let's yeah, just get don't, it done don't tick boxes right me in it when you do it 
absolutely and so also retention is one thing you know that uh, a lot of companies are very concerned about people keep dropping and uh, they don't they just are not able to hold on to their own people however in the long term a lot of people are not out there you know talking about their sexuality a lot of people are facing harassment a lot of women are not able to live in the skins that they are most comfortable in here i think is where uh, it becomes really important to make sure that you your diversity and inclusion strategies are in place regardless of uh, you know what you think your population really is because uh, you never know in terms of looking at people even uh, language is one thing so you know very important you mentioned about uh, i think going back to schools and how you know we're gendered in certain way we're, we're taught things so probably uh, a lot of things stem from the way we've learned and uh, the way to move forward is to unlearn and kind of keep going ahead in terms of um, you know so a lot of leaders find it difficult to understand why really should we care about diversity right uh, in the simplest words how would you tell somebody the importance of diversity and inclusion in their workspace so i would say it suggests that if any organization is not diverse and inclusive they're just focusing on one group of people or one group of customers or clients but if they are having diversity and inclusion in place they can focus on the whole world, right uh it can increase their business it can increase their clients it can increase their employees talent skills and more innovations but let me put it in number words okay so now this year we are going to be women will be 50% of population of the world this year we finish uh people with disabilities are 15% of the world population just imagine just imagine out of 100 people 15 people are living with disability and that does not cover invisible disabilities okay so and also these 15% people there are a lot of dependents like there are a lot of people who are dependents being being a person with disability are you counting those people as well because of your inaccessibility and not hiring there's a third person's job or third person mental health and other things are affected like who are the dependents of this person with disability so this ratio goes around 25% or 30% in my case okay not just people with disability the dependent the people who are taking care of them as well are also counted in this going ahead 10% of the world's population is going to be lgbt community though it says 6% but now you also know that the people the ratio of people coming out is more and the most important part which all the leaders should understand like this is the time for you to do dni else it will do a harm because these millennials gen z or gen y or whatever once you step into the organization they are already uh, you know work they have already consumed so much content they have already seen enough and they are educated mm-hmm. now they will not appreciate hate they will not appreciate homophobia they will not ex- appreciate uh, inaccessibility for attracting millennials who are having the space to come out who are also accepting themselves and who are living in the terms that they want to be lived as like hamare zamane like we have no our parents used to hate us now parents also realize that hitting is not the right way the right way is to tell your kid in a right manner right so now when these people step into the organization we have to be inclined with them you want to hire them right you want them to do the work of all the work that you get from the world but you will be able to only retain them once you are practicing diversity and inclusion the millennials are not going to entertain homophobia so these are the numbers now now if you see we have to do it if you have skipped already that's not going to happen you have to already started and at least 2 years be, being in this and yes as 
understand the logic behind why it has to be done how it impacts people as well who will not be able to work with you so yeah i'm just saying that uh, start practicing now and for the ones who did not understand why we should de- do di why we, ask yourself why we should not these are very interesting numbers these are very yeah. interesting numbers and these millennials are the leaders for tomorrow right so if you don't accommodate yeah. them in your ecosystem they will go somewhere else and you would be left behind so the companies oh, yeah. that don't really adapt yeah she so for me right i'm yes. a very very talented professional i might appreciate myself a lot but i work really hard i have gained success i have built brands i have done end to end execution of so many things i have i create great content i give my best in whatever role i go and of course i'm adding value to the organization where i'm also go right absolutely i'm a out in front co person but as this great professional who has so much energy who takes her work as a priority who has never been to late to work if this person my first priority for an organization is they should be inclusive if they are not i'll not join them no organization wants to do that they don't want to miss out on uh, the greatest talent and that yeah. is where and it's this, necessary this is why i gave you my example yes. there are so many queer friends of mine who are great talent professionals who are great techies coders and they do amazing outstanding work but they leave the organization even if they get one person homophobia and you lose out on a, such a great talent and now i'm just talking about lgbt which is 10% now Correct. the numbers 50% of women uh, 15% of people with disabilities and the talent that you're missing out there i am just saying it's a number game try to understand it and try to implement as soon as you can yeah and uh, so again the us reports do talk about you know the millennials taking over and the importance of it of course um, by the real examples we do see things moving a lot in the country as well uh, even neurodiversity so i'm just you know getting a little into details is uh, we put it in uh, categories however you know best of the tech minds a lot of times would be neurodiverse people and a lot of companies would kind of you know miss out on getting the best talent just because um, you for example want a certain kind of certain uh, kind of person who would appear a certain way or sit with you chat with you um, and then you end up losing the best talent how do you think uh, the future of diversity hiring looks uh, in the country i would see that in next 10 years we don't have to even talk about women in leadership because we will have women in leadership and i'm so proud of what we have pulled off so far so i give my heart out to all the women activists advocates and professionals out there and i'm super proud of you even though you face so much biases even though you had so much responsibility on yourself because of social pressure you have reached here you made it happen i hope we create this world that we don't even have to fight for this anymore and because of you all all the other women in tier 2 or tier 3 cities they are getting a courage to be like you so the, in 10 years all the women leadership roles are going to be equitable that is what i believe i wish to and if not 15 years maybe and we will also see increase of tier 2 and tier 3 city talent also where they realize that working is important and now uh, i have seen so many edtech companies or edtech startups or even training startups or consulting or service based companies moving to these locations and hiring people from these locations india is going to be a superpower for sure we are very talented we are hard working and we made things happen we proved ourselves now so uh, i have definitely see women uh, actually growing a lot for people with disability and lgbtq community i feel there will be people who will be out 
crisis is going to be there until unless we don't invest in larger level sensitivity like keeping this now we have netflix amazon prime and all these content but mostly it is accessible to tier 1 or tier 2 cities tier 3 cities it is not yet reached right uh, i believe for lgbtq community we need to give a push more because of what is happening in india we need to anyhow include this in the school level also so now i really want to get it deep into this because a person from a queer community who is a student there's a lot of aspect where they feel left out or they feel harassed or bullied and that still happens we have heard in justice for rv case it still happened uh, a kid who is who is like really who was just 16 year old and last year this person decided to quit his life because he was get, getting bullied at school so i still believe that school level it's going to happen and still i believe that in some sort of educational manner it's going to impact us because we'll be so people from the community will be so involved in accepting themselves so they will not be able to focus on their education more until unless they're the super strongest one in the world i i think that until unless these schools are not taking initiative to involve sensitivity in the school programs we are going to fail terribly in corporate level also so what we have to do so far is companies need to collaborate and talk more about this advocacy and also demand the same from the campus placements and these campus play, campuses should demand from schools that you have to do all of that i think uh, that is going to be more successful and talking about people with disabilities veterans and all i believe accessibility is working out there are a lot of great startups like rampai city who are making places accessible for people but uh, we have to always fight with the mindset because they feel that they got a job because they are disabled and uh, <laughs> i don't know why people say that like they actually feel that so uh, uh, still all these companies need to learn a lot beyond locomotor disabilities and this is uh, a lot yes this yeah. one visual disability hmm. hearing disability speech impairment other things all these things we have to totally under like autism cerebral palsy no one talks about this and i think it will take more than 15 years for people to even realize how we can fit it because it's not a goal it is become a csr activity let's go ahead and fund them when it comes to hiring we, a lot of companies hesitate to hire for all these these third i was telling to and uh... so that's what i think the uh, the trend is going to be and how uh, other years are looking like well that's uh... that's a mixed vision you know and uh, of course there are things we are standing on the shoulders of our predecessors and you know things are moving forward in a good fashion but at the same time of course there's a lot of work there's a lo- long road ahead that uh, we yet to build and of course uh, there are certain tools that companies will have to 10% if i say my words sorry can you repeat that people are just being happy by just doing 10% Ten, yeah don't think short term and it's dei don't think your temporary goal is dei don't think just because the job demands that you should be a da professional then do dei dei is not all this dei is beyond that and if you want to reach the next level of that you have to actually involve them you have to think about practices that you can have to hire people which are having invisible disabilities cerebral palsy autism i have got an ngo called muskan in delhi and they were telling that they the people who are having this autism they can only do one specific work at one time and they can't multitask and sadly a lot of great people are just folding napkins in hotels absolutely and uh, i i heard somebody say you know this one time and it stayed with me that inclusion is a lifestyle 
you know it's something that you imbibe in yourself and that's that's how you present yourself and that actually you know boils down to how you interact with people and diversity of course uh, you know you enable that through your tools and 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 the organization that you work with and so on um akita thank you so much i think this is this has been really insightful any last words or uh, you know any key takeaways on linkedin and how linkedin in itself has been a tool for you um towards moving diversity or towards uh, displaying inclusion okay uh, so see i started a linkedin years linkedin journey 4 years ago and when i started i was very very scared that what if i'm going to talk about something which is not been accepted so for me also it was a huge step up for creating content and when i did create content about diversity and inclusion like at least talking about my story i've seen a lot of hate i was mm. not expecting that much hate from a platform which is professional where you actually reflect your true professional self Yeah. uh people have said so many bad things on dms etc but i felt that there is a need of education i did not take it personally but i felt that there was a need of education there was a time that one person told me that uh, you are a sin this person comes back like a month ago and says said to me that ankita you are doing a great job <laughs> it took all four years for me to sensitize that person and i think the and you did i i don't want to be happy with 51000 followers i became more happy when this person came back and said great content um, that was an achievement so why linkedin became one of a very successful tool and why it's helping people from diverse communities because linkedin themselves are practicing a lot of things to create that platform accessible like they have introduced their caption system all text they have also introduced uh, pronouns to be added and as a platform they're giving their best to take the feedback as well when we use other social media platform we are not even connected to anyone we don't know what is happening around the world but with linkedin the best thing is they personalize things and they hear feedback out to you so there was a time that i got really offended because one of a person said very bad thing about me right uh, i posted something about indian air force and uh, about independence they are very proud and all that and this person said that uh, you are a lesbian you are a sin to god don't talk about a country like that you don't deserve to talk about a country like that like mostly this person said just because you're queer you you should not talk about our country because it's a sin to our country when you speak about our country that was like that makes you less of an indian or what so it was a very offensive comment i did not say anything i got really triggered but a lot of my ally friends whom i created through all the content uh, out there they came back and they posted things on uh, the comment they said how dare you say speaking like that etc etc what i did i just wrote to linkedin that this was very offensive linkedin banned that profile within one hour and this person can't come back it was completely banned so what linkedin has is it's a very safe place for us like if anyone harasses me over dm or other things it is helping me so all those four years constantly posting talking about things talking educating people even though they are not from di if their engineering team had they, if anyone has any questions that ankita how should i interview a person with disability what questions what are the do's and don'ts how can i hire people from lgbt community and people around india reaching out to me even to tier to tier three city small service based companies or consultants are coming out to me that they want to hire people from these communities they have done it as well so i think this is the success that we have we want to the mission that i have is to create more and more allies as i can and the message to the world out there uh, from my end will be um, just because you have not heard about things it doesn't mean it's wrong it means it's right you have to just take first step to make things happen when you have that vision and goal to feel about someone else and what struggles they have gone so far you'll not be able to do 
the justice to it. You have to hear more experience, experiences, listen to more people, and as well as be yourself an ally, not just in the eight hour of the job role that you have at home as well. Are you open to accept a kid coming out as gay? If yes, then you are a true ally. So that will be my message to the world. Let's create this this world a safe space and inclusive place because we never know who is queer in front of us or who is going through any sort of invisible disability or any coming from any uh, underrepresented diverse group. So let's create this world a safe place for our future generations and a great place for our kids to live in. Amazing. Uh, thank you so much, Ankit. I think that's uh, a very bold takeaway to take away. uh which basically means that uh, there's a lot to learn and unlearn and you know as we move forward in our lives it's very important to make sure that we do not cause harm to other people as well as are inclusive and accepting of differences um within communities thank you so much for being a part of this podcast have a very very amazing day ahead thanks yashi thank you for tuning in we hope you enjoyed listening check out our other episodes as well in the series connect with us at www.lakshhr.com this is your host yashi signing off until next time